Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome tonight. Welcome to Clover Club. Hi, Erica. Hi, Kelly. How, oh. Oh. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How yeah. are you? Why can't I ask you how you are first? Uh, I waited uh, to be asked, uh, and you paused, and so I had to fill that blank space because <laughs> it made me anxious, so you could have done it, okay? I got anxious, too. What? Our guest today. Oh, my god! Oh, my God. Everyone listening, this is a big deal. If you listen to episode one, which was a banger of an episode. The Dildo Bandito. The Dildo Bandito. We have been graced with the presence of Brian the Clown. Brian, <laughs> say hi. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> what an intro, huh? <laughs> yeah, wasn't really expecting that. <laughs> Although I probably should have been. Right. But expect the unexpected. I think that was part of our pre-interview <laughs> Brian, the, Brian, yeah. <laughs> he actually came in a huge like clown getup. It's really weird. He's wearing like a like a orange and purple hair right now. It's wild. It's much weirder for the cop that pulled me over. <laughs> <laughs> He's a normal guy. Just a normal well, God, guy. Got you fooled Brian. already. <laughs> Everyone's Plot like, really? Twist. Who is this? <laughs> okay. So as everybody knows, again, who listened to the dildo, can we remind them what he did? Let the record show, I did not rob anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the listeners need to be... He came in after the fact. much clearer. (laughs) That's true. Okay, so too long, didn't read. I have an employee who was robbed at dildo point, and I decided to scare her by having Brian dress like a clown and jump out of a closet with a dildo in his hand. And uh, you really should just listen to episode one. I mean, it's yeah, hard to... There's much more to it. But basically, Brian stood in a closet with a dildo. Mavery, yeah. Erica's friend, to come in. And basically, they pulled, like, the biggest prank ever on Mavery. And it all was good in the end. You yeah. guys should listen to the episode. Hold, hold on. I got smoked by a purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did, I did forget about More that. than one time. <laughs> She was very much defending her territory at this point in time. Let me ask you this. When I asked you if you would participate in this prank, was any part of you like, eh, or was it like an immediate fuck yeah? I brought the jacket I wore. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. He said, I'm ready for this. I've been waiting. The dildo was not mine. (laughs) I've been waiting for this moment. (laughs) Okay, so you were in. Would you consider yourself a prankster? I probably wouldn't have thought of that one. (laughs) Yeah, it was when she told me about it. I was like, about me than you. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, that's once again wanted to be very clear. (laughs) Uh, I do love pranks, but that one was one that could have gone in the too soon category, but it still was fantastic. You know, you got to work with what you got. And I had 48 hours literally, and she was gone. (laughs) Right. It had to be done. Crazy. Um, what was that experience like for you, standing and sweating in a closet for 20 minutes and then getting hit with a purse? I mean, I stood and sweat in a closet for 35 years, so I wasn't wearing a clown suit. Some may argue otherwise, but... Uh. <laughs> I did have a question. Okay. Were you out when you were standing in the closet with the dildo that Erica asked you to do? No, but it was not too long after that. Oh my yeah, gosh. it was like within a couple of months. Wow. How was standing in that closet being like, 
It was very eye-opening and dark there. <laughs> I bet I bet like, that was wild, Meta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that experience. This doesn't feel terrible, but this doesn't feel great. Yeah. Either. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a what a crazy turn of events that you did that right like a couple months before he came out. That's really crazy. It was a wild plot twist. Brian, I remember the story of when you told your parents, your dad having a hilarious response. Well, are you Will you share that? Yeah, I feel so bad for him because he's like one of the sweetest people. <laughs> he's like, the best in the oh, world. No. But we were having dinner. It was him, my mom, and my aunt, and it just kind of was like a perfect opportunity. It came up, and he immediately got up from the table and left. Oh my god! Italian mom and aunt. I, was, I literally looked at them and went, "Thought it would have been one of you," and, <laughs> and that, which was pretty offensive to them as well. Um, <laughs> And so I just got yeah, up and <laughs> got up and followed him. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I've had to pee for like oh 30 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, you should have just gone. <laughs> Literally right then. I felt like, all right. Are you cool. serious? <laughs> I think that's so funny. That <laughs> if you knew him too, you'd be like, you could see how mortified he would be in that yeah. situation. Yeah. You're like, Oh, okay. Brian, you work in banking. Yes. Is that, did you start your career in banking? I did not. I started my career in professional sports. Okay. So then you pivoted from sports into banking. Yes. Okay. And then you recently got your MBA. I did. Congrats. Thank Huge. you. You did it while working full time. I did. Wow. Um, it was, ended up being a lot of fun. I don't know that if you had, well, you did, probably did ask me during it if it was fun and it was not, but Met some pretty cool people, and it's been been really great to, to have under my belt. That's amazing. I was I so impressed never. by him the whole time. I was just like, you are doing your job full-time and doing this? Yeah. I didn't even go to college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could absolutely never do that. Your work ethic and studiousness was impressive yeah. to observe. I think really, though, he was like, we get to go to Australia at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> And New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. While we're at it. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So, Brian, any amusing aspects of banking that prior to getting into it, you were like, oh, I didn't know that's how that went? I think a lot of you, you'd be very surprised at how banks can focus on the general, but also whittle all the way down to a very specific industries that, you know, that they lend to and, you know, geographic locations that you're like, wait a second, why, why is that company doing anything in California or Portland, Oregon mm. or whatever, it's, well, they have a focus on transportation or gaming or environmental services. And a lot of the smaller banks do as well. So, you know, in Atlanta, you've got the big dogs, right? But then also a lot of the regional banks that have business all over the country and some of them all over the, I don't want to say the globe, but, you know, Europe, et cetera. So there's a lot more to what we would consider a regional bank than there is, you know, than more than meets the eye. So let's just say that. Yeah. Mm, that makes sense. Kind of boring. Um. <laughs> Thanks. Did, I didn't say it. <laughs> didn't say it would be a barn burner and you knew what I did before you gave me a mic. <laughs> so here's my favorite part about your job, Brian. And it's how much you get to travel on someone else's dime. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I mean, I think that's your favorite part of my job. <laughs> what is what is your favorite part of your job? No, I, I do. I love the the fact that I don't sit 
behind a desk every single day. And yeah. that, that might be the most interesting part about banking is <laughs> when you look at a bank and you would think that everybody's kind of, yeah. you know, the old green lamp, like accounting green lamp. And you're sitting yeah. there kind of yeah. hammering type, you know, calculators. That is definitely what I picture. Yeah, I had so, that lamp when I was little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think last year alone, I did 97 Delta flights going to wow. see clients and prospects across the country. So really having the opportunity to go, whether it's, Las Vegas or somewhere in California or, you know, the Northeast, you know, there, there's a lot of I mean, Albuquerque, New Mexico might be one of my favorite places in the country and cool. people's, you know, face when you say that, it's like, sure, you know, you're just <laughs> trying to be cool, like coming up with a place that nobody ever brings up, but it's actually <laughs> yeah. really neat. It's a spot that you wouldn't go to unless somebody, you know, kind of told you you had to, but then <laughs> paid for it. And yeah. yeah. It's pretty, pretty cool. Um, wow. What's your Delta status? Diamond currently. I was gonna say, do you have like a jillion sky miles? I bet. You yeah. Do. How many miles? Yeah. Do you hoard them or do you spend them? There's two commas in the amount of miles I have currently. He's a million miler, everybody. Incredible. <laughs> okay. I do hoard them though. Did you just ask if I hoard the miles? Yeah, because I, I do too. I just like that big number. I, <laughs> <laughs> I hoard them because they're to me they're worth so much more on an international trip than they oh, are yeah. for, oh, yeah. for a, a domestic trip. So a million yeah. percent. Yeah. So Kelly's in an interesting situation right now. I am. Kelly, will you tell Brian about your honeymoon? <laughs> I was gifted my honeymoon via Sky Miles. It is from my fiance's father. <laughs> Basically, we had a snafu. And we could only have a certain amount of Sky Miles each. But we had already decided that we wanted to go to France. If you travel a lot via Sky Miles, you would know that you need so, 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 so many hundreds of thousands to go to France and back, especially with two people. Yeah. So we did not have that amount. I was freaking out because we had already decided we were going to go to France. And I mean, obviously that's ridiculously privileged to say I understand that, but I was like, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll make it work. Like we'll go somewhere in America, whatever, like Hawaii. Let's go to Hawaii. That's cool. Ooh. Like, I don't know. And um, yeah. anyway, my fiance sat down for like 12 hours plus had to be researching flights and researching some way, shape or form for us to get to France. So he finds a... <laughs> Are you okay? I'm preemptively laughing because I can't wait to see his face when you tell him about your honeymoon. <laughs> it's going to be great. So we are going to Romania, then Barcelona, then Marseille, Lyon, Paris, London, back through New York, back to Georgia. Oh, and we're traveling to Amsterdam in between there somewhere on a layover. So you'll have diamond status by the time you <laughs> But I swear, like, we made it work with yeah. the amount of sky miles we have, which is which crazy. Is, well, and this awesome, is the time though. in your you life to yeah. travel yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, you, I don't know how to say this not snobbly, but, like, your standards will only go up as you age and as your yeah. careers progress. So this is the time in your life where we can to fly go, all this over. This is going to be a crazy <laughs> adventure for you. Like, it's yeah. insane that you're going yeah. to France via Romania. But yeah. what a story. Yeah, and we have, like, Airbnbs booked in all the locations. I'm really, like, I'm really excited. That's I think gonna it's going to be 
<laughs> we will be. <laughs> um, so this kind of leads us into like a big segment that I want to focus on with you here, Brian, because you and I both love to travel and we both enjoy a certain level of travel that we've spent years uh, refining and uh, exploring. So it's uh, a great way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with this episode, I want to share some travel tips and travel hacks and just kind of, I travel a lot alone and I have clients all the time who are like, man, I just, where do you even begin planning a trip like that? How do you do it? I would be so intimidated. And I think that people place a lot of barriers in between themselves and trips that they would love to take that actually aren't a big deal. You know what I mean? So one of the things I always tell people is when you're planning a trip, you have to pick your tightest parameter, whether it's, I only have five days, only have $2,000. You know what I mean? Pick that number one thing. And then from there you pick the second thing, like, oh, I really want to see the tulips in Amsterdam. And then you just kind of whittle away your planning and then you've got a trip. And then you just fucking book it. I I totally agree with that. I travel by myself a lot as well, but then have traveled internationally with friends a bunch of times as well. Mm -hmm. I would say one thing I would say the hardest part of going from traveling solo to traveling with a group is making sure that you realize that you're with a group and like help your friend's wife take her bag off the train. (laughs) Oh, Leaving that in. <laughs> I hope you do. Uh, because nice. I mean, no, but I mean that though. It's like, a backstory on that. Oh. <laughs> but I, I actually mean that. It, it's, you have to make a, a conscious effort to be like, okay. I'm in a group. I'm in a group. And I have to remember I'm in a group. And mm-hmm. especially going through, you know, a big international airport. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't always do it. We are lucky enough to have. And that it's just different. <clears throat> but when you're by yourself. You kind of like, I know my bag. I know what's in it. I know what this is going to look like. Yeah. I have global entry coming home. Mm -hmm. That's really where I cut off the group usually at that point though. (laughs) Well, see you later. (laughs) Well, so that leads me to one of my questions I wrote here. If you have, let's say, clear TSA pre-check, global entry, you've got all of these things that you and I have because we are frequent travelers, but you're traveling with somebody who maybe doesn't have status or doesn't have these perks. Do you say, see you at the gate or do you go through regular security with them? See you at the gate. Yeah, I would do see you at the gate. I don't even have those privileges, but if I did, I'd be like, bye bitches. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they need help of some sort, you know, it's, they have a kid and they could really use a second set of hands and you can stay. But you'd never be traveling internationally with somebody with a kid. On purpose? Just the two of you? No. <laughs> no. No, but I'm just saying, like, no, absolutely see you at the gate. Okay. Um, yeah, I think same. there's too many things that can go wrong in a security line that, you know, this is not my fault. So I'll see you there. I'll get seats or I'll see you in the lounge. I'll get you a drink. Like, we'll see you when, when you get in there. I just. Mm-hmm. So yeah. once you get to the airport, it's every man for himself to the gate. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel too. I though, however, if like if Spencer, if Spencer's my fiance, <laughs> they already know that though. <laughs> if um, <laughs> if <laughs> my you're fiance what? Spencer, <laughs> are you engaged? Shut <laughs> <laughs> <No>. up. <laughs> if and you're going to Romania. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, if Spencer ever were to say see you at the gate to me, I'd be like, uh uh-uh. uh. Like, you are sticking with me. Like, I'd be really pissed about that. So that's a circumstance. That leads me to another question. Does a, a mixed status couple work? So <laughs> I, so here, I do have an answer on this. 
this. I, I hope. Because <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that'd be a great question. This, hap- this happened to me this year with a friend of mine going with me to the Dominican. Mm-hmm. The ticket went under my Sky Miles number. Mm-hmm. She has a Sky Miles number. But then she, because it's on everything, the um, reservation was under my Sky Miles number. She then had the equivalent of diamond status for our trip and we both got upgraded so i think in that situation yes but hmm what about generally speaking like you're a diamond medallion you start dating somebody you really like and they are a southwest bitch like can that relationship work oh my god how would you like that i wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) i i know my answer i'm Um, it's, it, I mean, that's tough. If you're, I mean, obviously we live here in Atlanta and so Delta's kind of, we're kind of pot committed there at this point. I think it would be really hard if, if, (laughs) if if your significant other had a a real strong opinion on flying Southwest or spirit or my question would be why, like if they give you a, why date them? No, like, like, why are they so like the, it, they're just wrong, to be honest. Like well, if sure. somebody, if like Spencer was a Southwest bitch, I'd be like, I, I'd be like, no, the answer is no. Yeah. It's like saying you'd rather eat at McDonald's than French laundry. Yeah. It's like it, the argument doesn't make sense. Like the, you could never win this argument. I know? agree. And I think anytime I've traveled with somebody platonically or otherwise, and I've compromised on my travel standards to make them more comfortable, I have always regretted it. But there's also that thing of like, oh, I don't want to look like a bitch. But I also travel the way I like to travel based on years of personal experience. Mm. And, you know, little things like, oh, I don't want to pay a little extra to have a direct flight. I'm fine with a layover. When it's like the last thing I want to do is have a layover, you know, and things like that. And it's like I always end up regretting it. And so I guess it kind of just comes down to like, When it's a romantic relationship, I think that's totally different than just like friends or whatever. But it's like, at what point do you compromise? Is love worth compromising your travel standards? Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. And maybe I'm actively figuring out why I'm single. (laughs) I haven't gotten into that battle yet, so I can't really tell you. Um, So funny. You guys should not worry, though, because whoever y'all date, they are going to be on Delta with you. Like, I don't think you should worry about this situation because I think you would just know. You'd know. You'd be like, you know what? I am not actively worried about this by any stretch Erica of the Erica clearly is. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me to, uh, I want to do a, a flash round of Erica's travel hacks and tips and complaints. And uh, I'm going to just kind of breeze through this list. But if I say something where you're like, pause, elaborate, or oop, don't agree, or anything like that, like feel free to interject. But I, I was just oop. kind of like, <laughs> oop. I was just kind of bitballing to myself in my notes app. I'm just like, things that people should do. So I'm going to go through this list, and I'm curious what you all think. And like I said, just feel free to interject if you feel inspired. My top travel tips, colon, always put an air tag in checked bags. Um, I think that, so sorry, I already have a thought. <laughs> we noticed. That was quick. <laughs> I, okay. I don't know. I'm a broke bitch. Like, I'm not going to go and buy AirTags for everything. You know what costs more than an AirTag? My luggage. 
replacing everything in your luggage when you never see it again. You should never check a bag without an air. Let me rephrase that. I totally you agree. Never check a bag without an air tag. Okay. Just, okay. This second tip is going to piggyback on that. Take pictures of the contents of your checked bag. Okay. That I could do for free. Hold on. I would also interject here for a second. Try not to check a bag. Mm. Yes. Mm. I agree with that. Carry on is life. That's a better. Anytime you're separated from your belongings, there's a risk for things to go wrong. I just don't normally pack like a bunch of stuff I overly love. Well, that's weird. (laughs) I'm like, if this gets lost, like I need to, I need to be able to let go. Okay. (laughs) How do you know you're not going to need a Tiffany bracelet in Romania? (laughs) Oh my God. I'll wear it on my person. Okay. (laughs) That's what I'll do. Moving on. (laughs) Never check valuables. And by valuables, I mean medication, jewelry, anything that you are going to be sad if it goes missing. But I can't tell you how many people are like, oh, it's a short flight. And they check their medication and then their bag goes missing or their bag gets delayed. Even if you've got that air tag and you're like, oh, my bag's in Houston and I'm in Romania. Like, even if you know where your bag is and you will get it back, problematic. So just be smart about That's what you're putting That's a very good, the medication one I like because I need those. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's very important. Did you get this list from sitting in front of a gate agent? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is just... Pretty sure just, that's the first thing they tell you if they're going to gate check your bag. Oh, take your value. I've yeah. never, ever gate checked a bag. I don't... Well, I, I, I know. I just, I'm like, this bag? <laughs> I was walking by a gate at one point. And I well, here's the thing too. You like, guys are such... Snobs. Snobs. Yeah. Travel snobs. Well-researched snobs. Like, this is all based in At least experience. This all happened to uh, yeah. us or These friends of ours. Yeah, this isn't hypothetical. Yeah. We have a friend who had a bag go missing, filled with thousands of dollars of uh, important items she can't replace. Like, and why? why? They force gate checked it on her. So, like, she didn't oh. try. Like, mm-hmm. And she did not She did not have an air tag because she was not planning on tracking it, right? right? Yep. Um, and then she never oh. got She never got it back. Did she, she got a check for Actually, a fraction of the value of it. She may have had an air tag in it and was like, you can, <gasps> I, I think, think she right. did. You can, you can see it leaving the airport. Like, yeah. That's like what's going on. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. I remember that now. Leaving um, the air, like someone stole it? Yeah, yeah. just like off the carousel. So this happened. So the air tag, I mean, I know you don't want to buy an air tag, but like just fucking buy an air tag. You're getting married. Four of them is like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Like treat yourself. And you only have to buy it once. Like once you have it, you have it. Uh, I have have one. It's on my dog. You saved a bunch of miles. (laughs) Use some of those to buy. Yeah. There you go. Um, Okay. Back to my list. This is one of my favorite little things. If you're traveling somewhere and you know you're going to do a lot of shopping, I like to pack a carry-on size bag and then put it inside a checked bag and then check both. And then when I get over there, I separate them. And then I fill the checked bag with everything I bought. And then I carry on the carry-on bag on the way back. Wow. Yeah. But this is for if you're going, you know, like I am a luxury shopper, but I'm also cheap. So I only buy high-end goods in Europe so that I can save on the VAT tax, which everyone listening, if you see me with the Louis Vuitton bag, it was a discount. Uh, I love a hack. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like they give you these these bags and these beautiful boxes and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't want to throw it away. Mm-hmm. And I just am a shopper. So I just know I'm going to shop. And I can't tell you how many times I've been like, ooh, I have to buy a suitcase, a random suitcase on the sidewalk in Amsterdam. It's like just pre-planned. Okay. Always travel in closed-toed shoes. Oh, I do that. Okay. No need to elaborate on why. Everybody's smart here. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the N- mi- never go to the, the lav 
without your shoes on. Oh, correct. Or the socks. Yes. The socks oh. in the lab is disgusting. Ew. And, it's and never hot water. and never take Oops. your socks and nobody wants to see feet on a plane. Ew. Like leave your shoes on. Leave your shoes on. Your That's leave your closed-toed shoes on. Respect please. the bulkhead. Respect the bulkhead. What tell what do people what does that mean? I was going to say Don't take your shoes off and put your feet up on the bulkhead. What on, is the bulkhead? It's the wall that separates different areas of the plane. Usually between first and comfort. Yeah. So the seats that don't have other seats in front of them. Yeah. So you know, do you, Kelly looks confused. Do you know what we mean? <laughs> it's just gross. I think so. I, yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Go. Correct. I um, also, the only thing that I've experienced that I really, 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 really hate on planes is like, well, obviously the COVID era has been like the past several years. Mm-hmm. And when people are just like so sick. Yes. Where it's so visible. Like you can see them sweating, they're mm. coughing, they're like yeah. nauseous, they're curled up in a ball. I'm like, what? Get away from me. Like that disgusts me. So now that's. Some of those people are hungover. <laughs> some of those people are Brian. <laughs> well, I hope that was the case. <laughs> I do. Here's one thing that I really like about the post COVID travel era is I will never travel again without a mask. If you're fine, but the person next to you looks like what you just described, I would put a mask on. That was happening to me on the plane. I didn't have a mask because like, I I was fine, whatever. Um, And this woman looked so sick. And so I asked the stewardess, I was like, do you guys have extra masks? Like I really need, I I don't want to be breathing this in right now. Yeah. Always, like it was always travel really awful. There's also shockingly still places internationally that require masks in the airport. So like, I mean, I, makes sense. It like, t- I agree. It's just like the inconsistency from airport to airport is weird. So it's like, yeah. just, just always have a mask. Yeah. I think that's totally. the, the takeaway. Okay. The middle seat always gets the armrests. Yeah. Yeah. People don't realize that. I knew that one. Wow. I'm sure somebody listening has been in a middle seat like mummied because there's somebody on the right and left taking their armrests. I'd go. Yeah. So it's like the only thing worse than being in a middle seat to begin with is being in a middle seat with no armrests. So that's no further explanation needed. (laughs) Don't be on your phone on a flight. Don't have your phone on speakerphone on a flight. Don't be on FaceTime during boarding. Nobody wants to be in the background of your video (laughs) at all. Break your shoes in before you go on a big trip. Looking at you, Romania. Bring an empty water bottle, especially if you're traveling on a budget, because you can fill it up at your hotel's breakfast, and mm. then you've got fresh filtered water all day, and you don't have to go spend $5 on a bottle of water. That's one of my favorite things, especially if you're somewhere that's like a casual, yeah. like active trip. That's Most domestic point. airports now have the water bottle mm-hmm. station next to the water fountain as well. Yeah, so I love it. It's so there. good. So you just, it obviously has to be empty going through security and then you just fill it up and you're like good to go. Mm. And like in Norway, for example, like the tap water is better than Fiji. So I just would fill up my water bottle from the tap and have water for the day. Exchange your money before you go on an international trip for better rates. Right. We need to do that. Posed at the airports. No short skirts or dresses at an airport. I wear sweatpants exclusively I'm hashtag same um uh, but dresses I can't tell you how many women have been on an escalator in front of me and I'm like ooh, the world can see your world and that's just not appropriate also people are disgusting like you don't want your bare thighs sitting on a seat that like god yes so just don't be gross um also like I just my biggest priority when I'm flying is not having my stomach hurt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like my biggest thing. I'm like, I will eat healthy, 
I will drink enough water. Like, I do not want my stomach to be nauseous on this plane. Like, that is my biggest fear. And so a big factor of that is sweatpants. Oh, because you're just, like, loose and comfy. Yeah. I'm like, I need comfy outfits. I need to feel healthy all the th- like all the things i'm very so if either of you have been on the internet today you what do you want to take it from here no i'll just jump in okay but there's a flight from atlanta to barcelona that had to return to sender because <laughs> a patron had diarrhea <gasps> like trickled down the aisles to and from the bathroom and it was a biohazard listening to the <laughs> The uh, <laughs> flight, the flight crew, and the cockpit recorder being like, "Yeah, uh, we've got to come back." <laughs> it's air so, traffic control so trying to figure out why, oh. and the poor pilot just having oh to explain God. that this is exactly what just happened. I saw a TikTok and they said they tried to clean it up with like vanilla scented carpet cleaner, and then the plane just smelled like vanilla and shit, and everybody. <laughs> just like we cannot do this like for how many more hours like no wait that's genuinely my biggest fear yeah it's something be. like that that is the worst possible thing to happen what did no th- the worst possible thing to happen is waiting <laughs> for your friends in the security line so you can't have an airport beer oh. that is the worst possible <laughs> thing to happen the There's second like, worst thing is shitting, shitting your pants <laughs> that's my travel tip bring pepto everywhere just in case your stomach really hurts yeah i'm a big fan of that me too my (laughs) best friend loves my best friend loves emodium and she likes to play airport roulette like this bitch will eat like a bisque in the sky lounge (laughs) (laughs) board a flight and i'm just like you are brave like she (laughs) it's funny i'm we're gonna do an episode about my (sighs) a trip I spent a month in South America, and it ended with this topic. Um, uh, teaser. <laughs> <laughs> but just prepare to be horrified. This is making me anxious. Yeah. So You'll just be fine. My hands are sweating. Think, if you're somebody that is prone to an upset stomach, though, you're 100% correct. Like, don't go out of town without Imodium, Pepto, like, whatever yeah, the fuck you like, need. Yeah, like, I genuinely carry it. Because yeah. I'm like, I do not want to get ill. Yeah, that's reasonable nobody wants you to get ill like yeah i'm not <laughs> kidding we all agree yeah. um okay That's next horrible. one do not i put this in all capital letters do not recline your seat on a non-overnight flight especially during service the number of people who kick back their seats for a under two hour flight is insane to me and especially in coach like you have no room yeah the person behind you can't like see the screen or like put their tablet on the thing it's just inconsiderate and unnecessary unless you've got some sort of medical thing or like you know there's some sort of extenuating extenuating ex- <laughs> extenuating circumstances extenuating yeah. circumstances it's just inconsiderate i would say on that too i mean we live in a, a world right now where your employer is expecting a lot of people to be working mm-hmm. on flights absolutely and if you recline your seat there's not a chance a person can fire up their laptop so yeah. not only are you making them uncomfortable you're hosing them from a working standpoint as well yeah Um, it doesn't even make you more comfortable it just really screws over the person sitting behind you yeah Yeah. it's just inconsiderate and especially when there's meal service and it's like put your fucking seat up like i Mm -hmm. you you (laughs) see this cart coming like what do you think is happening behind you Uh, and I, i think a lot of travel tips are just like be aware of your impact in a society that you're in and realize the world doesn't revolve around you and just be considerate of how your actions impact people around you especially when you're traveling abroad yeah, like if I have my AirPods in, 
don't try and talk to me for the four and a half hour flight to LAX. <laughs> <And a> universal <laughs> sign of please don't. <laughs> and True. yet, so many people want to chat. Okay, if you snore loudly, and you know what I mean when I say loudly, you do not get to sleep on the flight. <laughs> you don't. I cannot tell you how many overnight flights I have not been able to sleep on because <laughs> Carl behind me is snoring like a freight train that's like literally vibrating my seat and through noise-canceling headphones, I can hear a chainsaw. Totally inconsiderate. And there's travel CPAP machines. So like if, if it's that bad and you want to sleep, again, you have to be mindful of how your presence impacts others. And when you're in a t- tight cabin with other Ugh. people, no. I think a lot of these hacks go forward with just living anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like, like... Just don't be a big but you, oh yeah, Spatial awareness, stopping in the middle of aisles, exclamation point, exclamation, exclamation point. <laughs> Especially if you have a carry-on bag and you're like wheeling a bag behind you, do not fucking stop in the middle of a walkway. It is so rude. Oh, and my, my last thing was about buying luxury goods abroad, which let us know if you want to hear more about that. Maybe I can do like a whole episode about travel hacking luxury goods because it's, it's a lot to talk about, but it's also <laughs> really interesting and one of my favorite sports. So those are kind of my top tips. Wow. Brian, is there anything I didn't list that is in your top tips? I don't think we talked enough about on-plane things, so... Delta's really good with the seat back and now video screens and there's a lot of different things you can watch. They give you headphones now, but not all the planes have them and they don't always work. So yeah. always have always have something to keep yourself occupied mm-hmm. throughout a flight, regardless if it's an hour and a half or six and a half hours because you're going to be miserable and the Wi-Fi might not work, so you might not be able to stream something on your phone. So, you know, buy a book. I have two follow-up comments to that. The first one is, if your entertainment doesn't work, complain about it, and you're going to get some miles. Correct. Ooh. Yeah, like I've gotten, I mean, Delta will just like hand out 10,000 miles like they're candy if you're just like, I couldn't watch a movie. And they're like, sorry, here's some miles. Um, the other thing is I have a Bluetooth adapter that you put in the headphone jack on the display and mm-hmm. it can send that audio to your own headphones. So for whatever reason, they don't have headphones like Brian was saying, you're like, mm, I got this. And then you're not like corded to the fucking seat in front of you. because every, And your headphones are probably better quality than the little chintzy ones they give you. So I love traveling with a, what's that called? Like an aux Bluetooth adapter? It kind of is. It's pretty cool. I forgot where I got mine, but they're not that expensive either. It's worth 20 bucks. It, it. Yeah. If you travel a bunch, it's worth the, uh, worth the expense for sure. Yeah, yeah. Those headphones do really hurt my ears. The ones that Yeah. Are, they're like always weird. Yeah. They always hurt. Yeah. I never read like I'm, I'm just a terrible reader I just like just I get my best reading done on planes I don't know what it is I oh, just can sit the there and focus so hard and I because when I'm at home I go to read because there are books that I want to read like I have them they exist in my house okay. but I will get a couple chapters in for all books Mm-hmm. And it's terrible. But I will sit on a plane and read the entire book cover to cover and be fine and love it and like super enjoy myself. I think that's great. It's wild. I think that's wonderful. So I try. I like all the books I read in a year are only on planes. Like if there's a book, it it's only getting read then. I, it's funny. 
It's a good thing you're taking six flights. I know. I know. Lots of books done. Might need a Kindle, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's true. Um, Kelly, did you know that on Spotify there is like a ambient sound you can do that's plain white noise and it makes you put it in your headphones, like noise canceling headphones, and it makes it sound like you're on a plane? No. Do that at home. I also like that noise I can fall asleep to really easily too. Absolutely. So nice. It's a great noise. Brian, what's the craziest thing you've observed at an airport? Or on a flight. I mean, me and my brother almost got arrested in Hawaii. <laughs> Let's go. Because they, they thought we had said bomb and we had not. What did you say? It's not really that important, but <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty that was pretty nuts. It was on my parents' like thirtieth wedding anniversary trip to wow. Hawaii as well. So they were not super thrilled that their two sons were almost in the, you know, penitentiary in Whoa. Maui. But that's uh, wild. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Been Wait, on, I've been on a, say? I've been on a flight that uh, has gotten struck by lightning. <gasps> what happens? The pilot, I think the pilot gave us a little too much information because there were, <laughs> I there hate were people when they like writing that. letters and stuff home, and which to me was oh fuck. You may need to edit this out, but to me it was a little dramatic well i don't know if you're writing a letter on a piece of paper it's probably not gonna fucking get there yeah um in the words of ron white you know the plane's getting all the way to the scene of the crash so. <laughs> yeah yeah like what would happen like that's <laughs> wouldn't work and i bet we're gonna meet the paramedics by 20 minutes so it's that's a ron white skit but yeah <laughs> no so i thought it was kind of crazy the uh, instruments went out and came back. That's they, insane. I, like, a, like, a, I literally, a text I get. We were going to my friend's yeah. wedding in Florida. So that I had, there was like eight other friends of mine on this flight. And I was sitting next to my friend Christine. And we were like, I mean, I get it. But like, it this ain't, this ain't gonna it's not going to work. Yeah. Wait, so uh, what happened? What the, you, the pilot was like, oh, all my instruments stopped but they, working. But he's like, but they came back on really quickly. But we can't 100% be sure that they're correct. Could you feel, like, did you know when it happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh. The plane, like, shuddered. And you did, I didn't know it was, like, that we got struck by lightning. And I've, I, I said, fly pretty much every week. So was, that's not normal turbulence trying to get up above a thunderstorm, right? Yeah. And, you know, then he told us, we've got a lot of fuel, but we're going to go down, I think, JFK has like the longest runway on the East Coast, and we're gonna circle and circle and circle. And basically, you can't dump fuel. I, I think unless it's a super super emergency, so you gotta burn it off. Now these are all things that we're being told. Right. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you're like, you guys are, they were full of shit. Uh, At sorry, us. sorry. Let yeah, us let know. us know. Um, this was 12 years ago, but um, I would actually would be curious. If yeah. That's true. But by the time we got to JFK and had burned enough fuel, the storm from Boston had made it to JFK. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they were like, ah, we'll just go to Newark real quick. Okay, bye. No. And land in Newark, fire trucks and everything. Um, wow. Which, yeah, I mean, you're sitting there, though, and you're like, we're going to JFK because it's got the best emergency services and it's got the best runway. And then like, psych, we're going to New Jersey. JK <laughs> which we were not super excited excited about I no, I don't twist. like I've been on a flight one time where the pilot was really really descriptive and I I think it was just like a storm or something nothing like that happened to me but 
they were just so descriptive. And I remember getting so nervous and being like, I would have been fine if you didn't say anything. Yeah. Like we had no clue what's happening. And I mean, I do appreciate knowing all of the information. Like, Oh, I don't. But if the, if there's something like you, the plane stutters or whatever, like if that happens, then yeah, I want to know what the fuck that just was. But I don't, I want to hear you all probably just felt a little shudder. All good. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Even if I'm about to die, I don't need and a then heads you up. Hear, New York, New <laughs> York. <laughs> yeah. I just think like there's a line though. You know, like there's a line of what they should tell you versus like I they, they should don't have never to get be too so technical because the common American is dumb. They had to tell I think they he was more descriptive on this because they which I never knew that like came the flight crew came down. And took the covers off of the emergency doors. <gasps> there, so there's covers on those to then get to like the actual like handles. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I think that was the scariest part because you just said a lot of Americans are really dumb. Yeah. And I would just say a lot of people, especially in that situation. But yeah, and, just and seeing like, just, that. Yeah, like you just took the plat. Like now they can see what they can pull. And if they yeah. freak out, now once again, it's not going to open until the cabins depressurized but that you look at that and like okay they're like actually getting us ready to yeah like that's focus. actually a scary like, thing raise like, your hand if you like a slide yeah <laughs> and then the, they started yelling brace that was a little freaky oh man yeah. they did uh-huh. anytime i sit in an exit row and they're like Why? give you the whole spiel and you have to like verbally acknowledge you're yeah. willing to help i i'm not like i'm like Hey, this isn't good. I will, I will help Be, myself. I will help out myself. I don't give a and fuck. Then I will help Every man for myself. People. Also, they're like, leave your luggage on board. Nope. I'm going to get my <laughs> gear. Okay, I would I'm leave, gonna, my, I would leave I would, my luggage. Yeah. I would bring my purse. Yeah. Like my backpack. I would bring I whatever I was. I wouldn't be reach. thinking about that. I, oh, would, I would. My well, briefcase would stay directly so on the plane. I want to know. Burn into a million pieces because I'm not with doing your work. letters to home. I'm not doing work that day. Why? Why were they yelling brace? Impact, when you, yeah. Kelly. When you land, it's gonna—it's not like a normal. Hey, we're gonna land. Like the plane was super heavy because of the fuel and everything. Well, you know that bracing position they tell you is so that you die immediately. Yeah. Like it's yes, because it's like your your head will be just crushed in. Once again, call in and let us know. <laughs> If that's we're real. Full of shit on this. No, that's real. <laughs> Guys, I'm traveling like Kelly's... next week. We're all traveling next week. I'm Kelly, get over it. <laughs> traveling tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you don't want to live through a plane crash like with, you know, for an extra few minutes. Oh, you my want God. it to be quick. Also, if you're listening and you get plane sick, the best place to sit is by the wings. So, like zone two, but that's the most stable. I'm stressed out. You, I mean, you've done you, it. You guys have done it. I'm stressed. Aye. That's not something that to high five about. It is when it's that, us. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, so. you can't do anything about it. Just enjoy the ride and bring your Bluetooth adapter so you can be amused while it happens. <laughs> you just want to be on the left side of the curtain. Brian. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm not. Um, uh, do you know what that means, Kelly? No. <laughs> Brian and I, obviously, I think we've all gathered our travel snobs, but like in a perfect world, when you get on an international <laughs> flight, 
you want to turn left because that's first class. Oh my God. And if you turn right. Or go upstairs. Or go upstairs. <laughs> Correct. Um, to where there's showers and beds yeah. um, and a bar. Um, uh, where It's kind of funny. Like Kelly, you're a budding traveler. You're, you're a budget traveler. I am like a baller on a budget. So I'm like kind of a 50-50 at this point of my career. And then Brian over here is like, turn right. Are you fucking kidding me with the peasants? <laughs> Ugh. I would so never. Every class affair is represented at this table, which wow. I think is really lovely. It's <laughs> what we do here. <laughs> Turn left. <laughs> Hopefully. Not me. I go right. <laughs> I go right a lot more than I want to, especially on work trips. But uh, could I coming tell you? out of here, it's hard to get upgraded. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. Okay. If your plane was going down, you could listen to one song. Oh, my God. What would it be, Brian? You gotta give me a minute to think of that. That's I wouldn't be on. listening to a song. What would you be listening to? Nothing. What? But okay. But that's not the question. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of silence. Like, the sound <laughs> of silence. Um, I, I feel like not. I knew immediately what your answer would be, and now. It... Yeah, I mean, Toto Africa. Let's be honest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd probably gotta listen, listen to the greatest to... song of all time one more time. <laughs> that's right. I'd probably listen to Bo Burnham because he calms me down when I'm anxious, which, which doesn't make any sense. Um, the inside one, but which the, song? Oh shit. The goodbye one. Oh. Because what I like about him is he like, he has a ton of really anxiety inducing stuff. Yeah. But it kind of makes me feel better about my own anxiety. We're all anxious. Because I'm like, oh, some, oh, I'm not, ah. Yeah. It's like, I get it. You get it. We get it. We're together. It's great. And so he calms me down. And so I'd probably turn on Bo Burnham just so I could like laugh at the situation. Okay. If I could, at least I'd try. Okay. Yeah. I would put on Andrea Bocelli, Time to Say Goodbye. <laughs> That's so depressing. Right. But also perfect. <laughs> I hate this. Hello, darkness, my, my old, old friend. friend. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Just think about the amount of cars you see on fire on the side of the connector. Uh, yeah. okay. I know. This is fine. That's yeah. what I hear. That's what everyone says. But then I'm like, what if? The what? plane i get on is the one plane that's why you fly delta yeah enter and left yeah baby yeah <laughs> delta um i think at the end of the day if you can't control an outcome you might as well just enjoy the journey right like you're not flying the plane you can't control any of it you're that's just... not how anxiety works erica well <laughs> we've been acquainted <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works for me <laughs> Have you tried deep breathing? <laughs> no. Does that work? <laughs> for me, actually, it does. No, it doesn't work at all for me. It regulates my nervous system. Hmm. If you do it right. I'm probably doing it wrong. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so I didn't think it was deep panting, but that's fine. Like a little doggy, so funny. Um, Kelly, did you learn anything today with our conversation that will influence your upcoming travels? Mm, that's a good question. Thank you. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did think about. I I do want to bring a mask on all my flights because I do not want to be sick, nor do I want to get anyone sick. Yeah, like a KN95, like a real. Yeah, one. yeah, legit. That I like was a reminder. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I need to make sure I do that. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll get an air tag for my bag. It's irritating, but I, I understand it and I don't want my stuff to be stolen. Yeah. 
And if you're going to take little regional flights in between yeah. places you go, like you're going to want to know where your stuff yeah. is. And you'll be shocked where you're like, this is a carry-on size bag. And they're like, no, the fuck it's not. Check and it. They'll force you to make it fit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like backpack only. There's been so many times I've been on a little flight with that. Is there a fucking UFO out there? Do you, what is that light? Maybe a helicopter? That's an airplane, Erica. That's literally an airplane. Wow, so you were really full of shit this whole time, huh? <laughs> Travel hacks my ass. Erica! I, don't, I actually don't even have a passport. <laughs> Never left Georgia. Erica! <laughs> Plot twist! Um, no, for two seconds, the way that it was like coming towards, like mm-hmm. it really did look crazy. And I believe also, in aliens. maybe I'll try to upgrade myself to first class, because it is my honeymoon after all. Yeah, I fully kinda, support that. I kind of was thinking about it, and I was like, honestly, it's my fucking honeymoon. That's the only time. It's the first of many times. Let's well, get the mind yeah. right. <laughs> My only time from the... Yeah. It's the first time. <laughs> and I should do it is the point. Yeah. Keep an eye on Like, as you get closer... Yeah. I don't like, even know how I to do that. How- <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to start a second segment. Guess, Fire up the laptop. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that sounds like a good thing to outsource to your future husband. That sounds like a great thing to outsource to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, always be, this kind of just goes back to being a considerate person, but like just always be nice to the gate agents and your flight attendants and everybody. Because if there is a situation where someone's discretion could get you upgraded or not, being a dick isn't going to get you there and you catch more flies with honey. And if you just are like, I have a silly little question, like they'll be more interested in entertaining it. They're also people too. And they're at work. And they're at work. And you know. And they're not the ones going on a European vacation. So true. And while everybody else is cranking champagne and drinking too many cocktails on there, they're working. Yeah. I don't think enough people keep in, keep that in mind. So true. Oh, completely agree. People go into the airport and they just act a fucking fool. And uh, it's not cool. But traveling is the best way to learn about yourself and to learn about humanity and to learn about the world. Even if it's a bad trip, you still learn a lot from it. Yeah. It's the best. Brian, do you have any key takeaways from our time together? No, thanks for having me, though. This has been fun. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think we were going to talk so much about uh, travel. It's one of my Is favorite there something- topics. No, it's just one of my favorite topics. I know. That's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. New travel correspondent. This is going to be great. Yeah. Is there <laughs> anything else you wanted to talk about? No. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> What about you, Erica? Yeah. What did you learn? Because I feel like you were the teacher today. Um, uh, the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What did I learn today? I, d- I don't think that today for me was about learning things, but I think I remember when I was your age and like the first time you're going on a big trip like that and just the excitement and the enthusiasm and the flexibility, like because you don't have these rigid travel standards you've acquired, you're going to be so adaptable and just like bright eyed. And I just, I remember like my equivalent of that trip and it's, I'll remember it for my whole life. And it's just so nice to be in that phase of life. And yeah. so I think I'm just kind of like, just sweet to see you embarking on this adventure. And uh, I just know you're going to have the best time. Yeah. As long I... as you get an air tag. And being super <laughs> open-minded to yeah. like a couple different travel situations is awesome. I mean, that some of the most fun trips that we've been on have not been, you know, have not gone necessarily according to plan or oh, how yeah. you would have written yeah. it up six months ago. 
it's pretty cool to just kind of go with the flow and you may end up, you know, you didn't think you were going to be in Romania, but it may end up being the most fun part of your trip. Yeah, I, awesome. I think it's so cool. I hear we it's been, beautiful. We haven't been to Romania, right? No? Yeah, like we've never been there. That's cool as fuck. I hear it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I like, I don't normally like, like I was only expecting to go to France. So <laughs> Romania was a super random <laughs> addition, but I think it'll be great. I mean, yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be amazing. And things are going to go wrong and unexpected things will cross your path. And it's going to be such a good like team building experience for you and your new husband too, because being able to travel with somebody is like a make or break partnership thing. And And so it's going to be, it's definitely going to be a growing experience for sure. (laughs) I can't wait to hear about it. If you're listening, Kelly, this is the last episode she's going to be on for three episodes, not forever. So Kelly's getting married and she's going on this trip that we've talked about. So the next three episodes, it's going to be me and I have some really amazing guests lined up that I'm stoked to chat with in front of you. Uh, I know you guys will miss me. We're going to miss you so much, Kelly. It isn't going to be the same, but we can't wait to hear how your trip goes. I know. If you enjoyed this episode, we ask that you rate our podcast review our podcast share it on social media and with your friends and follow us at clover club pod and friendly reminder listeners get 10 percent off all purchases at hawkinsandclover.com with code clover club all caps and i guess we'll see you next time thanks so much brian thank you brian thank you for having me bye 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 I really went high on that one. I went like, I, that was a good little note. Came out of nowhere. <laughs>